0: Welcome to the Fi Club podcast, where all the Indian Fi enthusiasts meet. If you are at the beginning of the Fi journey, or if you are already financially independent, this podcast is the right place for you. Join the community of the like-minded people who are taking control of their lives in pursuit of financial independence. I'm your host, and those Nipun Kathuria. Let's get the podcast rolling. Welcome everyone to the second episode of the Five Club podcast. Today we're going to talk about the some of the basic steps around financial independence. There's a lot of material that's available in the market in different channels, in different websites, different blogs that you, I'll encourage you to, to do your own research on around financial independence. But the, the basic of the financial independence is around freeing yourself from the day-to-day uh, job or from exchanging uh, your time for money. And, and that's the basic and you know, that's the the centering piece of whatever strategy you go ahead with, whatever tactics you use. But keep in mind that the the whole intention of you in this journey or going through this journey is to free yourself from having to work in a job or in a day-to-day job where you're exchanging time for your money. So that's that's the whole gist of it, right? There're different kind of definitions, different subcategorization that people put in for financial independence, but I think ultimately it's it's up to you what you think is your goal and what definition or what mechanics you want to use to to get there. But I'll try to share the structure that I follow and something that I've learned uh, with my own research uh, by talking to other participants in the same journey, and uh, some other blogs and podcasts that you might have listened to, and, and some other kind of life coaches, uh, that the subjects that they talk about. So start with the why. So what is a why? Why is why do you want to be financially independent? It's not a cult, it could be a buzzword now, but it had been there for a couple of decades, the, the word financial independence. So why now? And why do you want to Uh, be financially independent. So what is the purpose? For me, it's I want to have more time. And I think that's something universal that everyone aims for to get more time. As the world progresses and, you know, we're involved with more things in our day-to-day lives, we are losing out on having quality time. So I want to spend more quality time, have it for myself. So, you know, uh, fill your cup first. And then I want to spend more quality time with my family and with my wife. So, you know, that's where my biggest motivator or my biggest why comes from. The second why is flexibility. So if I have that much amount of passive income, or if I'm financially independent, I don't have to work in the job which restricts my kind of movement. I could be working remotely. I may not be working at all. I could have be, could be on a break. Uh, but I want to get that flexibility rather than you know, working in a job which sometimes acts like a school that you have to go at this, at the right time, you get out at the same time and and you apply for leaves if, if you are out for more than some amount of days. So I want to have that flexibility and, and as I mentioned in my previous uh, podcast as well, I want to have that flexibility to go back to India and, and visit my parents and friends uh, whenever I want to, so I need to have that flexibility. So, so the whole uh, my why uh, is around having more time, uh, which is my first purpose around why I want to go through this journey, and the second is flexibility. And 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 think whenever I'm I'm working on anything uh, around financial independence or any project that I'm involved with, those two why defines the of purpose why I'm this journey and they keep me going forward the other things around the why is that's the basics of goal setting so if you have a strong why, even if the you know the things get tougher that why drives you that drive that kind of pulls you in the direction where you decided to go uh, rather than you pushing yourself and then kind of testing your willpower so if you have a strong why, it, it definitely helps you get into that direction uh, sooner and without much of friction. Like know your why, uh, what is the purpose, write it down, keep it very simple, uh, but make sure that you, you actually think that's your why and not something that other people have chosen because your purpose might be different from some others, some other one's purpose. So your why should be your own why, right? That is something that drives you. Now, once you have uh, uh, decided that, yes, you want to be financially independent, uh, you have jotted down your different purposes, then it's like, when do you want to be financially independent? Now, obviously, everyone wants to be financially independent today. But uh, yeah, just to be realistic around the, the timing of financial independence. Now, this is something that I am myself working on i would love to be financially independent today or tomorrow but being practical i have to have a structure in place i need to have my strategy in place to help me reach that goal in the you know estimated time that that i have so for for some people it could be you know by the time they turn 40 35 40 50 you may call it or it could be 60 as well now it varies from person to person it varies Depending on your lifestyle, it varies uh, depending on uh, how much more effort you can put in to get to the destination sooner rather than later. So again, it's it's not one size fits all. Uh, it's not a cookie cutter approach. So do your own study, do your own homework and uh, get your own when. So there are two things that determine your when the first thing is your day to day expenses and the lifestyle that you're living right so for example if my friends who are living in india their cost of living would be lower than the cost of living that i have living in ireland dublin is one of the most expensive cities in in uh, in europe and in and globally as well so if i have to reach the financial independence my cost that defines and that is one of the biggest variable in when do you reach the financial independence. I would have to spend more amount of time with the same income, assuming that's the same for the two people. Then one of my friends who is based in India and who has lower expenses is living in his family home, doesn't have to give much rent, and the uh, you know all the other things are cheaper over there. So uh, I think cost is one of the biggest uh, variable that determines you when and, and uh, when we say cost a lot of people never do their expense analysis on a monthly basis I know it's boring I started doing that I think last it's it's been 13 months since I've been doing my, my monthly expense analysis and I would just say that that is something, although it's boring but it's extremely satisfying it gives you direction it gives you the understanding of which are the buckets in your kind of monthly expenses that you need to focus on in reducing the cost. So I would definitely recommend you to do your expense analysis before you, you know, come up with the with the figure or, uh, you know, number of years by when you want to be financially independent. So what I do is, uh, it's very simple. You yeah. you can do that on a Google sheet. You can do that on an Excel sheet. So... Most of the people uh, who are participants, uh, you will be kind of using your your debit cards, right? So you have all your transactions being tracked uh, on a monthly basis. I download my transaction summary from all the banks that I, for which I use the ATM for, and then I just categorize my expenses into. Uh, You know, it could be shopping, it could be groceries, it could be food and entertainment, okay, it could be in, you know, fees and insurance, or it could be, uh, you know, anything else. So I try to keep it under five or six headings, and then on a monthly basis, I try to categorize them uh, under the fixed or the variable. So how much of my expenses are fixed and how much of my expenses are variable, okay, and in the fixed one, I do include the mortgage and any other uh, kind of loan that I would have taken. So that's the first thing. Once you start doing that, it will give you a a visibility of what are the things that you are spending most of your time in, okay? You'll find that food (laughs) is one of the biggest uh, category where people spend a lot of their money in and something that uh, all the... The FI enthusiasts, they try to adjust to, you know, you may be, uh, you may want to change your bank from which you have secured the loan so that the other bank which is offering a lower interest, you know, that could be changing your supplier for your electricity or the broadband. That could be something where you might get some savings. So I think analyzing the costs is the number one thing. How much expenses you are incurring in different buckets or different categories, categorize them do your monthly analysis so at this stage after doing that for a couple of months i know what are my total fixed costs i know what are my variable costs and i have a figure in my head that you know if i get this much amount of fixed income from additional sources which are outside my day job then i would could reach a stage where I no longer have to work for on that specific job, I will be working, but I won't be under pressure to work at the same place, uh, at the same rank, uh, or uh, in the same city. And this is not an, a journey that you'll be taking alone. So I think bringing in your partner, your spouse, your family, alongside you in the same journey does help. So uh, me and my wife, we have a clear understanding of uh, you know what our goals are and Uh, what are the different buckets we're spending the money in. And each month when I do my analysis, I sit with my wife and we go through the different buckets. We discuss, you know, this month we spent this much amount of money uh, in these areas, which we usually don't do. So we plan uh, how we would be spending on different categories the next month, the following months. So some of the expenses are unavoidable, but... Yeah, you wouldn't know that until you have done your analysis. So I strongly recommend to do your expense analysis, all right? So once you've done the expense analysis and you have an understanding of the the budget, right? The whole intent of financial independence is that you're going to replace your income with some passive income sources that covers your expenses, right? So in my head... I have a figure, so 4,000 euros is what is my go-to financial independence figure, right? Now, it's not actually financial independence, but that is a figure that I call as financially independent that will help me cover all the expenses, so my expenses are, fixed expenses are somewhere between 3000 and 3500 That includes the mortgage, that includes the car loan, that includes food, groceries, uh, some sort of entertainment uh, or, you know, the weekends. And the I've kept additional 500 to 1000 buffer because every month you have some repairs or some, you know, trip that you want to go to or some seminar or course that you want to attend for which you want to spend. So I have a figure of 4000 And my fixed cost is 3,000 to 3,500. And then the remaining 500 euros is my buffer. Now, that's the figure which I have in my head. Uh, Some people, uh, when they're calculating the, the time that they want to get to five, is they multiply that by 12, multiply that by 25. So whatever your annual income is, multiply that by 25 to get to the total amount of the, you know, the money that you need to have to be financially independent. What I do is I know my monthly expenses. I know that they wouldn't change that much going forward. And I work backwards from there. And then I look into what are the current passive sources income that I have. And then I plan how would I cover the gap between where I am now and where I want to go. So for to give you an example, uh, I told you about the 4,000 uh, euros of the goal that I have for myself to be financially independent, right? That's my definition of being financially independent. So currently, um, of all the different uh, multiple streams of income that I have, now this doesn't include my day-to-day. I have, uh, you know, the rent. Uh, so what we have done is, our house, we have four rooms, so we have rented out two rooms uh, on the top floor. The Irish government, they have a rent-to-room scheme where if you earn X amount of money uh, from renting additional rooms in your primary residence, and that is tax-free. So yes, that's one of the streams of income that I have. We have uh, a house in India that we have rented out, so we get some rent from there and the third source of income is the different investments that we have done so combining all those uh, three is i have a figure of where i am at and then subtracting uh, or you know uh, subtracting that from the 4000 figure that i want to get to i have a gap of for example for the sake of argument let's say 2000 so currently i'm earning 2000 from passive sources and i need to get to the another 2000 so that 2000 that is the gap. I have that in my mind and I know what are the different levers that I can pull or what are the different strategies that I can implement to earn that additional 2000 Now, it's not an overnight thing. Uh, you need to have a plan. You need to know which uh, projects would could bring you that amount of money. But I think once you have that number, it makes it easier, it gives you direction, it gives you, you can compare something with, you can do your gap analysis and you know that you're closing the gap and that gives you that confidence. So every month, I do my analysis and I try to make sure that I'm closing the gap, right? You know, some of the projects that you're working on may not bring results immediately, but eventually they will bring the results. So my goal is to, to get to that 4,000, by the end of 2020, right? It's very ambitious. Uh, It might take three years, four years, but I've given myself uh, 12 months to get to that 4,000 mark, which would cover up my expenses and would make me financially independent. So I think you wouldn't know what goals or financial targets you need to set for yourself unless you know how much you're spending and how much money do you need. For me, I used to think about, you know, so I started in, uh, I did my MBA and uh, most of the participants or the network that you have talks about setting up companies, being millionaires, billionaires, taking companies public. Uh, and, and that's all good and fancy. But I think at the end of the day, what you want to do is to be happy and to have more time, right? I realized that to have more ha- time and be happy My go to financial target is to cover my daily expenses. And that's what brings me to this journey. So I don't want to be a millionaire. Yeah, it would be good if I was, but I'm not chasing that dream. I'm chasing something that's realistic, that's much more practical, which is, and which would make me more happy sooner rather than anticipating for hitting the stars. So, yes, uh, that is my realistic practical goal. Uh, once I've reached reach that goal, I will set another goal. But yeah, so that's what I think everyone should be doing. I would encourage all of you who are listening to decide what your why is. Do your expense analysis. Use simple tools. You know, you don't have to be fancy or scientific. Keep it very simple because if it's simple, you will do that each time. Uh, know where you're spending most of the money. okay. And then know how much of costs you can cut. And that will determine how much of income you want to earn. And if you can do that, I think that would give you tremendous uh, clarity. That would give you a high level of direction. And that will help you get there sooner rather than later. And a lot of other things that could help uh, you in that journey. uh, Emotionally, uh, involve or talk to your partner to your family to your spouse and make sure that you know your intimate relations are also you know they do understand that you know they are in the journey too and you're not fighting something for your selfish reasons it's it's for the betterment of everyone who whom you touch whom who is involved uh, or whom you are related to so i think bringing them on board on this particular journey is important that will help you psychologically You have your why. Make sure they understand why, your purpose uh, or your why's. And uh, the last thing would be that, you know, take care of your health. Health is very important because that will help you get to that uh, goal or destination sooner. And uh, yeah, like work hard. So I'll take off. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, you can post them in the comments. Or go to my blog, uh, which is thefyclub.com and let me know your thoughts and reach out to me and I'll come back to you. So thank you for tuning in. This is your host, Nipun Kathuria and you've been awesome. We'll see you next time. Until then, take care and goodbye.